Hi, and welcome to Coffee and Calacas. I'm your host, Joe. If you are new to this podcast, I just want to welcome you and let you know that this is a weekly podcast where we sit around the coffee table, drink some coffee while we discuss stories of the supernatural, mysticism, and what else lies in the beyond. If this is something that interests you, I hope you stick around and enjoy this week's episode. Thank you. So in this week's episode, I'm going to discuss with you a little bit about Dracula. Um, something that I love about literature is that it's always changing. Um, I know that I read Dracula in elementary. I'm not sure exactly what age, uh, maybe around fourth or fifth grade, but something about it. I mean, I, I, I knew what it was, you know, we, we all knew Dracula is a vampire and, you know, sucks your blood and it's supposed to just be this um i guess you could say not not necessarily morbid or macabre but you know maybe even a little bit sensual even um because i mean it's the whole like let me bite into your neck like it's it's a pretty sexy move you ask me but um yeah it's supposed to be something that's a little bit you know on the creepy side because here's this person or or not actually person but here's this creature that you know seduces you kind of convinces you and you know you just say hey feed on me here i am and it it's pretty interesting how you know you're able to just say hey go for it you know um you want to suck my blood go for it here it is um but yes yeah, something i do love about literature that is that the the idea of a vampire is always changing I mean, um, take Stephanie Meyer's Twilight. I know. If, if you're groaning about this, I'm sorry. But you know what? Um, Twilight's my guilty pleasure. I do enjoy, you know, reading the book. And I do enjoy watching the movie. Um, yeah, the acting is, you know, cheesy and stuff. But you know what? I'm not there to, to you know... Uh, learn i'm there i'm there to be entertained and it's entertaining enough i mean do i believe vampires sparkle you know well no i don't really think they sparkle but i mean that would be kind of cool that would be kind of epic you know but the idea that okay you know usually when you think of a vampire you know vampires are very fast they're they're gorgeous creatures that you know i mean because how else are they to seduce you if you were to okay think back to um what's that dude's name nosferatu you know, if you have an idea of what Nosferatu looks like, it's a creature that looks a little bit like, um, you know, Mr. Burns from um, The Simpsons. You know, longish face, these weird little fucking teeth. And, you know, it's just it's just an odd looking creature. You know, and I don't really consider Nosferatu sexy. You know, it's it, it is what it is. Right. But when you want to picture Dracula, you think of this, you know, um, uh specimen of a man who you know gets stronger and you know just is able to do things and he's fast and he's quick and you know he's he's smart and and it's a pretty sexy idea you know and uh and i'm bringing this up now because yeah we had valentine's day recently and you know valentine's day you want to get a little sexy and um you know I mean, I'm not saying, hey, if you're into sucking blood, go for it. Cool. That's great. Um, not my, not my idea of, of fun, but you know, 
you would consider, hey, you know, a vampire waltzes in. And, and I say waltzes in because when I picture a vampire, I don't picture someone who's just, you know, going to go like slunking in and just be all clunky. No, no, no. That's more of a Bigfoot kind of thing. Um, a vampire is going to be very just refined and graceful because, I mean, you've had all these years to refine yourself and, you know, practice on your, on, on your, you know, uh, craft. And if you're still a clunky old vampire, dude, you're doing something wrong, man. You know, just step into the light. But if you go out there and you're, you know, the person who can command a room, like, damn, that's great. You know, you waltz in there and you, you, you look at someone and I mean, you're able to, you know, just have your pick of, of the crop, you know, we're all fresh meat for your vampire. And here he comes in and he's like, Hey, how are you? How are you doing? You know, um, I see that you're drinking a red wine. Oh, I too like red wine. Yes. I have a passion for red. And I mean, Hey, I mean, you start talking and it's something about him that mesmerizes you and it entraps you and then you're sucked in and boom, baby. Next thing you know, you're a piece of meat. You're, you're, you're the main course. You're the red wine. You know, I mean, that's honestly what I picture a vampire to do. Now, uh, I don't necessarily think, oh, uh, I mean, and I, and I can see where Stephanie Myers was going with her, with her twilight, you know, where she wanted to give it that alluring effect where, oh, you know, they, they see the, the, the Cullens and, oh, ooh, la la, pretty, pretty hot. And, you know, it came off a little cheesy, but no joke. Like it, it was good. You know, then you have uh, an interview with a vampire with, you know, and rice, you know, here's this vampire who's just wallowing in, in self-existence and, you know, just not sure what he to do with himself. And, but he's gorgeous, you know, he's this gorgeous thing. And, you know, the way he talks and, you know, he just, you know, he seduces you because that's what a vampire is supposed to do. Seduce you to drink your blood because, how else are they supposed to survive? But I mean, if, if you really think of, I mean, okay. So, you know, animals in the wild, regardless, like, you know, they, they need to find a way, not necessarily to be seduced, but to be able to be beaten, hunted down. So, you know, you're going to have a, a gazelle who looks better than some of the others. And then the lion's going to try to find a way to, you know, capture it, you know, and, and of course, you know, with a gazelle and a lion, it's different completely because, you know, lion's going to be able to run fast and uh, with the lion's weight against the gazelle's weight and stuff. I mean, it, it, it balances out. Okay. But as humans, you know, the vampire is supposed to be, um, I guess our predator, you know, the one who is able to find a way to be able to like entrap us and, and just, I mean, have it, have its way with us. Right. So Dracula, like I said, I knew about Dracula early on. Um, I feel that if you are born and within the minute you don't know about Dracula, I mean, you're clearly doing something wrong in life. I mean, if a, if a one minute old child doesn't know about Dracula, what are they learning? <laughs> um, that might be a little too early, right? But um, nonetheless, I mean, there's there have been um, several movies about Dracula. And each one, good, nonetheless. Like it, 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 it does what it's supposed to do. It shows you who who Dracula is and 
you know, it's portrayed in such a way that it's just like, mm, you know, you're, it's enjoyable. You know, if someone doesn't enjoy Dracula, well then, you know, are they even enjoying life? Because, you know, you should. Um, so Dracula is a novel by Bram Stoker. And it was published in 1897. So it's, uh, it's a novel that is a narrative. And it's given to us through um, types of letters and newspaper articles. And um, it, it has no single protagonist. But it opens with a solicitor named Jonathan Harker, who is taking a business trip to stay at the castle of a trans Transylvanian nobleman, you know, who is Count Dracula. And, um, I mean, just that on its own. Um, ha if, if you haven't seen, and I think it's a, it's a Netflix show, and I believe it's called Dracula. Oh my gosh, you know what? You know, stop the podcast. Go 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 to your Netflix account, borrow one from you know, Tia Tia Beba, and be like Tia, I'm gonna borrow your Netflix account. You know, hit up your bestie, be like, girl, I need your Netflix account. Go watch it. Go watch. If you don't have one, go watch it because that's a really good show. Honestly, um, something I did enjoy watching. You know, um, on the weekends and uh, watched. I think it's. I'm not sure if it's two seasons already. I think it's for sure one season. And very well done. Very well done. Um, it portrayed a pretty, um, I mean, could you, could I say accurate? I'm not sure if it's accurate. Um, but yeah, it, it, it kind of is. I mean, it does Dracula in such a way that if you don't like it, um, something's wrong with you. Not, not with the show. It's just you, you know. Um, but yeah, so basically that's what it is. You know, he, this guy, Jonathan goes to this castle and, you know, he's going to, um, stay with Count Dracula. And, um, so the reason we know about these letters is because Jonathan manages to escape Dracula's castle because Dracula turns out to be a vampire. And it's like, oh, bro, what? And just think about it, you know, in 1897 wasn't that kind of like you know th that's that's pretty exciting it's a sexy topic imagine you know the women back then oh dear lord oh goodness gracious me can did we just read about that oh goodness gracious i don't know i mean i'm not sure if that's exactly what they sounded like but i mean i'm pretty sure it was the talk of the town people were you know it, it's a little salacious like Here's this man that likes to suck on people. It is, you know, just that. It's not more than, I mean, that's how he survives. He's a leech, you know, and and you can say, well, he's more than a leech, but that's what a vampire is. It's someone that has to feed off of you in order to keep it, to need to survive. Um, I read a book recently. Um, if you haven't, if you haven't discovered the author Grady Hendrix, go to the library right now, you know, stop what you're doing. Stop watching the Dracula show, go to the library, go rent a Grady Hendrix book and whichever one you find, rent it, you know, check it out. You're, you'll enjoy his writing. His writing's very, um, oh, I mean, I won't say necessarily unique, but it's different. It's very different. Um, it's entertaining. Uh, I, I honestly enjoy, I've read several of his books and each one I have enjoyed. 
And one of the ones I had recently read is called The Southern Book Club. Southern Book Club. Something about book club and vampires. Okay. No joke. Very good book. Very good book. And it portrays a vampire in such a way that, yeah, you get a bit of that Dracula feel for it, but, you know, it, it's its own thing. And that is what I love about literature, that you can get in a concept, an idea, and you make it your own. You know, things are ever-changing. The whole idea of that, oh, it has to be just this, you know, where he cannot go out at night, he cannot do this, you know. It works to an extent, but then what? Then what, you know? You you need, it, it needs to be able to transcend through time and you know, the the idea of a vampire has transcended. You know, in, in Twilight, you had these vampires that were able to go out in the daytime, but they were shiny AF, man. Like, boy, blot yourself with a blotting napkin because, you know, you're looking a little extra shiny today. In this uh, vampire book that I read, I do believe the vampire also is able to go out in, in, in the daylight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way they describe it, he goes out into the daylight, but it makes him very sick. And his preference is, you know, to be in the darkness. Um, great, great stuff. Um, very different than what I had expected, but, you know, great stuff. So, yeah, Count Dracula is a vampire and, um, you know, Jonathan Harker discovers him and he's like, he knows his weaknesses. You know, I guess uh, Dracula sleeps during the day and Jonathan's like, this is my chance to escape. But he, he himself is starting to get weaker and, you know, with time, he's managed to escape and, you know, um, Van Helsing at the end kills Dracula and that's the end of it. So it was, it, Joker produced over a hundred pages of notes for the novel, okay? Um, so he had extensive drawings from, you know, folklore and history, you know, because some, some people have asked, like, is Dracula real? Well, he's, like I have said before, things are always based off a kernel of truth. So yeah, he was based off someone um with with like a oh my gosh I, uh it, it's that russian um kochesi anyways you know you know who i'm talking about uh watch two episodes ago uh yeah him um again he was based off someone who was real and that's kind of what happens with our stories you know they they come from something and they're built up and they transform and then you know they build up a little bit more and again they transform and you make it your own you know you it, it transcends through time it needs to be able to when things can't go through time they, they're often forgotten they're often you know just left in the past so when something can continue to grow with you and something that's pretty legendary and dracula's pretty legendary um it's able to to go through time and, you know, it it shows that this is what started it all. So, yeah, he had a bunch of notes and drawings and he kind of based himself off of uh, Transylvanian folklore and history. Um, some scholars have suggested that the character of Dracula was inspired by um, historical, fig historical figures like Wal Walashian Prince Vlad the, um, the, um, uh, the Impaler. Or the Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Um, but there is widespread disagreement that, you know, 
okay, maybe it was, but um, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's just, you know, honestly, I think it was. You know, there, it's, like I said, little bits and pieces kind of fit in. And Brom, you know, Stoker made it his own because he's like, let's, how, how can I make this better? You know, and that's what, what you should always ask yourself if you're writing something, how can I make this better? Um, it is one of the most famous pieces of English literature. Like I said, go to the library, rent a book, um, order it on Amazon. You know, if you need an Amazon account, you know, um, well, Amazon's going up. So no, go to the library. It's cheaper. <laughs> um, yeah, so it is one of the most famous pieces of English literature. And many of the book's characters have entered popular culture as um, archetypal versions of their characters. For example, Count Dracula is the quintessential vampire. So when you think of a vampire, you think of Dracula, this man who sleeps in a coffin or, you know, has to have a, a little lair and, you know, the dramatics and the cape and the effects and, you know, here's suck my blood. And, you know, you, that's when, when you think of a vampire... That's usually the voice you do. The, oh, my dear, let me suck a blot. Let me, you look gorgeous tonight. Oh, wow. That's usually, you, you're you not going to go and say, oh, hey, Bella. Wow. You're wearing the white pants today. You know, you're not going to think of Edward Cullen as the quintessential vampire. Yes, he's a vampire, but he's not the one you think about. Dracula is. He is who a vampire is supposed to be. And, uh, Van Helsing, he's a vampire hunter. And whenever you think of someone who hunts vampires, it's always Van Helsing. You're not going to go think of the Volturi, you know? Um, even, I mean, yeah, they were vampires too. So you know, they didn't necessarily hunt vampires, but they weren't afraid to attack their own. Um, Dracula is in the public domain. Um, I do have some pictures that I'm going to post of the graphic novel of Dracula. It's pretty good. Honestly, it is pretty good. Um, I did check it out from the library, so it's not there. I have it, guys. But um, I checked it out for that reason. I wanted to see, you know, can you get the story of, of Dracula from the extra graphic novel? And actually, you can. You know, if you are someone who's visual, um, I'll, I'm going to take it back to the library soon so you can have a chance to look at it. But um, it's it's good, you know. If you want a movie, go watch a movie. There's different movies about it. There, it's it's an everything now. Um, so you can't say, oh, I I just can't get into it. You know, I I have trouble reading. Um, no, no, never say you have trouble reading. That's that's a cop out. Um, so the plot to to Dracula, in case you don't know it. Um, so Jonathan Harker, he's uh he's gonna go see Dracula. He goes to the castle. And he's trying to go and help him uh, purchase some, um, um, I believe some some land or purchase a property in London. So that's how he goes out there to go sign paperwork and get him, you know, to um, fill his stuff out. So uh, it's uh, what it's based off is the um, Harker wanders around the castle, and the count have told him, "Bro, don't go out at night. Stay in your room. Stay comfortable. You know." Uh, don't go wandering. If you wander the castles, you know, um, it could be dangerous. And what does Jonathan do? He wanders the castle at night and he encounters three vampire women. Uh, Dracula goes and helps him and he's like, oh my gosh, bro. I'm so sorry this happened to you. Um, he gives the the women, um, I believe that's how he rescues them. He gives the women um, 
a, a child for them to feed on. Um, Harker awakens in the next day in his bed and he's all like, wow, that's so weird. You know, Dracula leaves the castle um, and he is and Harker's by himself with those vampire women. Harker escapes with his life and ends up, you know, in, in a Budapest hospital, just kind of like out of it. Dracula goes to England with um, boxes of earth from his castle because he needs to be able to um, have that's what gives or keeps him, you know, healthy the the ground from you know the the castle without it he kind of um starts to decay he gets sick he can't survive without it <clears throat> so the captain's log um again remember so this this book is based off you know letters newspaper articles logs things that you know are all just gathered around together to be able to create the story of what's going on so in the captain's log um the crew you know narrate how someone's disappeared and um i believe the the um the captain's by himself and he's uh trying to stay afloat and there's an animal you know kind of like a large dog that's you know um heading towards shore and that's kind of what happens with dracula dracula's basically the large dog um so each story depicts what's happened okay you know, then we meet the friend, Lucy, who uh, was friends with uh, with Mina, which is Harker's fiance. And he describes uh, the marriage proposal from Dr. John Seward, Quincy Morris, and Arthur um, Homewood. Lucy accepts Homewood's uh, proposal. But, you know, they all remain friends. And then Mina joins her friend Lucy on Lucy on a holiday. And okay, so Lucy begins sleepwalking. And um, after his ship lands, her Dracula stalks Lucy because he he finds her attractive and he finds her delicious looking. And he's all like, "I'm gonna have her as a snack," you know. And that's where this is going, right? So okay, to make a long story short, because you need to read the book, you know. Eventually, um. In Romania, um, okay, so they're hunting down Dracula, and you're like, well, where does Van Helsing come in? Okay, so Van Helsing comes in because, you know, at this point, I believe Lucy has already become a vampire, and now um, Dracula's after Mina, and Jonathan is sick because he was, you know, being attacked by vampires and stuff. So uh, she has a second connection to Dracula, Estamina. And she's like, oh, I can kind of sense where he's at. And, you know, with that, they're able to track his movements. And Van Helsing comes and he's all like, not today, bro. You're going to go down. They finally trap him and they kill him. Okay. So if you see this, man, like, oh, wow. Like, that's Dracula. Yeah, that's Dracula. You know, um, it's, it's exciting. You know, and you got to remember back when it was written, the excitement, the salaciousness of it all was very different and it's sexy. Um, so in conclusion here, uh, Dracula is a very sexy individual, sexy mind, um, likes to suck your blood. And if you're not into that, you know, sorry about, sorry about that, but you know, that's what he does. And, um, you know, it is what it is. So if you like this podcast, um, like, and subscribe and follow us at Galakas Pod. We have a link to all our um, social media there. Um, go out, get yourself a coffee or 
a delicious glass of red wine in honor of Dracula. And remember, life begins after coffee. Thank you.